Hi, I'm Jerome Whittingham, editor of Hull Is This. In this podcast episode, we're getting out of the office and taking a look at Humber Street Gallery's exhibition, Solidarity and Love, by artist Jamie Crewe. We have a guide for this. I'll let him introduce himself. I'm David Cleary. I'm the Learning and Exhibitions Coordinator for Absolute Culture and Humber Street Gallery. Jamie Crewe's exhibition Solidarity and Love originally opened in January this year. So originally the exhibition um, was a co-commission between Humber Street Gallery and Grand Union in Birmingham. Together we've produced sister exhibitions of Jamie's work, which comprise of video, sculpture, text and print. So in Hull we have Solidarity and Love, and in, in Birmingham we have Love and Solidarity. The works that are exhibited in both places were made collectively together and it's essentially been split in half. Jamie is a trans artist uh, based in Glasgow. The work that Jamie creates, like a lot of the time, like mines historical texts and stories. So this exhibition takes uh, Radcliffe Hall's 1928 novel, The Well of Loneliness, the book is a story about Stephen Gordon, who is a masculine lover of women who wants to be a country gentleman like a father. So Stephen was born assumed male, but the body they, they have is female. So with the being born in an, arist- in an aristocratic sort of setting means that they don't have access to many of the privileges and the money that they would have if they were born with a male body. The book itself is a really like sort of seminal queer text and it was originally banned because of the themes of like homosexuality and um, transness as well. Though that back then the term of homosexuality and trans were sort of almost like brought together and the term they used was invert which is a sexological term which came from the 20th century which has fallen out of use. Jamie has looked kind of like lends a lot from the whole history of civil rights and sort of the transformations that have taken place as a result of years and years of hard work and campaigns and basically rebelling against a system that oppresses people who are different. The title of the exhibition Solidarity and Love was uh, what you'd sign letters off between people who are activists. There are multiple like sort of elements of like social history but also it's an incredibly personal exhibition for Jamie so there's a publication which is free to take which actually has almost like notes and sort of scrawled um, messages Jamie going back in time to like look at sort of like the traumatic experiences of like lost love and they combine that with Stephen Gordon's phrases and texts from the book so they kind of merge together and it's it's really ambiguous whether or not like it's a true story or if it's a bit from the literature or if it's like from Jamie's personal experiences. Do you want to take me inside and let's yeah. chat about some of the pieces that we're going to see? So upon entering the space, you'll see two video works which are playing at the same time. The first one on the projection is documentation of Jamie and they brought in multiple members of their family. So the mother, sister... Um, the senior curator of Humber Street Gallery, John Heffernan, um, the head of ex- programming and exhibitions, Kim McAleese from Grand Union, 
and uh, a number of their friends. And basically, they all collaboratively worked on creating a well dressing. What they've produced was a giant sort of clay work, which uses like a lot, which is decorated with petals, coffee beans, and like all all sorts of like really beautiful, colourful elements, which brought it to life. The well dressings usually put in outdoor spaces and are left to sort of just deteriorate over time. So the, what you see in the large video is um, close-ups of the hands as they're creating the work. And there'll be moments of conversations um, which were recorded during the production of it. The well-dressing was then divided up into around 24 to 25 pieces. So half of them are displayed here in the rest of the exhibition. And also another element is the fox as well, which features in the smaller work. So on the smaller work, um, which is shorter video running for about five minutes, is a recreation of a scene from Radcliffe Hall's novel. Two players, um, one embodies the role of Stephen in a gay bar in Paris, and the other is another one of the clientele. If you enter the dark space, you, it's almost like an immediate cinema experience. But then when you walk through the curtain, which were specifically produced for the show, um, you'll come into sort of like a more open sort of exhibition space where there'll be objects displayed, which relate directly to the, the works and the videos. You say, yeah, we enter the dark space. That almost sounds metaphoric. <laughs> um I don't know. It's, it's again, it's that you have this dark space and light space and it's the exhibition in a sense, there's always an element of two. So for example, the fox, which we have, it's quite like a, it's quite like a crudely made, like stuffed toy, which Jamie produced himself. And what's really interesting is that like it's displayed as though it's dead. It's got like sort of like really. It's like almost looks like it's got lipstick, but it's meant to be blood coming from its mouth. But the tail of it, which has been detached from the um, from the fox here, is now on display in Birmingham, and it's pinned to the back of a wall. So like it's quite it's quite savage in like in its like honesty and its approach. And there's all there's there are levels of like sort of Jamie comment on the pro like personal experience of being a trans person, and that sort of. That sort of brutality, mainly also due to the way that people treat trans people. It's a real long term issue, which I think just has to be come with education and understanding of what it actually means to be trans. Because there's a lot of like misinformation that goes out there, especially in the fractured community of the LGBT one. Within with recent years, um, there's been a massive divide between um, anti-trans activists Mostly coming from sort of like a really strong feminist background, the, the term is TERF, so it's um, yeah, trans exclusionary radical feminist, and it's a really it's a really like brutal term, and it's also a brutal position to take considering that people who for years have fought for basically the rights of women and being a lesbian or queer person is now turning on the people who they were sitting side by side with. It's a massively complex history and it, Jamie comments it 
on it in the well dressing. It's it's interesting because what Jamie has done is they've fired the the clay. So all the leaves and all the stuff, all the all the decoration that was put on it has been burned away. As a result, the different slabs have been put on display almost as though they're relics. And so you only get like sort of the really fine details of like the drawn line. And they're, they're, they're quite beautiful in the way that like it, they, they look aged and they look old. And it's just kind of like sort of, bring, for me, it brings it into that, like thinking about it as a history. Um, but there's a really prevalent quote, which is on display, which I'll show you now. So these are the clay slabs from the, the well dressing activity. They're presented on a bright orange wall. It's um, static, central into the exhibition. If you look closely, you'll see all the indentations of where like sort of coffee beans and string has been put into the clay. So you'll see a lot of um, sort of fractured elements. So there'll be the trans symbol of unity, which has been sort of cut the top of which the other part is now in display in um, Birmingham. If you look through the work and then you'll come to a really prevalent quote by an activist called Randy Wickers. The quote relates to Sylvia Rivera, who was a really major trans and um, civil rights activist. Um, they were one of the, the major figures who walked alongside, say, people like Martha P. Johnson, who are really, we, we have a lot to thank. Um, we have a lot to thank them for. But the quote, um, what is referred to in Randy Wickers was the conflicts that they had with each other. Randy Wickers was predominantly like focused on pushing the agenda or pushing for the equality of gay people or people who are into, who are attracted to the same sex. And it was a really difficult thing to grasp that being trans was also something that we should be fighting for. Again, as the years have gone by and homosexuality has become largely accepted, not completely accepted because it would be wrong to assume that because there's definitely elements of violence and discrimination that take place on a daily basis. But to, as, the, as that's gone forward, it's almost as the trans people have been pushed aside to make way for those. And now as transness has become sort of Almost, it's presented as like a new thing, but it's not. It's been something that's been around since pretty much the dawn of time. Like we, it's the the exhibition as well, using the title of Solidarity and Love, is using that approach to sort of say we're all in this together. Like we we we're not, we might be different, but we're together. And even if you don't like what I stand for, we cannot be separated. We're part of the same community. So, I mean, with the quote itself, I'll read it out to you. With all these awful experiences that went on in her life, you would have thought that she would have just, as she got older, would have become uglier, more twisted. And instead, somehow, she went through this rollercoaster ride of tragedy and suddenly bloomed like a new rose of spring or something. I should say, like an opium poppy. Again, after, I think it was after Sylvia had died, Randy, again, in the later part of their life, they sort of reconciled and started to appreciate the differences that they embodied. Um, and that, again, with that quote, 
at the end, sort of like at the end of like the sort of journey as you go through the exhibition, again, it's it's a message of positivity. There's a lot of negativity around like sec- like fraction f- fractions and breaking of like sort of the community because of people wanting to fight for something that's different. But really, it's it's trying to sort of like approach it with a positive aspect, saying that we are all in this together, even if we're not the same. Uh, yeah, so we're looking at the fox now. Like you say, it's it's not it's not meant to be that realistic, I assume. No, I don't think Jamie was going for realism when they were making it, but it's it's still quite horrifying. I mean, a lot of the things that I find most scary are the things which and it's like aren't meant to be scary and but it's it's again it's what you what you're seeing now is almost like a relic or an object on display for, which was seen in the videos so it's it's kind of like if you go to a museum about a film and then they've got all the artifacts and relics from that and they're put on display here is there an, a sort of advisory warning with the exhibition? Because, I mean, some young children would be quite horrified at that, do you think? Most young children would try and stroke it. <laughs> um, it's, I, it I think it's not too frightening. I, I, when we've had young people in the space, they usually, like, come up to it. And if you just... It's up to parents, really, but honestly, if you just say it's a stuffed toy, they'll absolutely bypass any like sort of grotesque histories. But kids love that sort of thing anyway, um, especially when you think of fairy tales and grim tales as well. Like everything has such a dark, rooted history, but then when it's presented, it's been Disneyfied. Is like my word that I'm going to use, but um, it, they, they really, they really acknowledge it. Kids can approach things with a lot more honesty than we give them credit for. So one of the most significant developments that happened during the gallery's closure was that uh, Jamie was actually awarded the Turner Bursary. So they were one of 10 artists in the new format of the Turner Prize. Um, and they were awarded it because of this exhibition and the one in Birmingham. Um, the Turner Prize jury praised um, crew for its dynamic and poetic retelling of mythology and literature whilst exploring contemporary notions of gender. So, I mean, it's really actually quite important and quite good for the city that we've got an exhibition that's actually Turner, another Turner Prize awarded exhibition. What are you hoping people take away from the exhibition then? What, what's the, the message that you want people to take away? For Jamie, it's about showing their experience and their truth. And I think what what we want people to take away from it is a sense of understanding and also maybe like a drive to like investigate the history of the civil rights movement because as as we progress in certain ways there's other ways in which we in which like regressions are taking place especially on a global scale and i think if we consistently like present the history as best way possible in its most accurate form and avoid the misinformation then that's probably the best result for the show. But it's also like, again, it's it's quite a contemplative exhibition. It's quite a personal and it's a very it's it's a very um brave exhibition, I think, on Jamie's part to be so open and honest and give in with their experiences. Mm-hmm.